0: The hit?
1: Yo, welcome to the My City podcast.
2: <laughs> it's, doing, it's doing. Yeah, it's it, a it, lot, man. I don't know. And
0: also, um, is there anything we can't feel in the pod? Like. So we can talk about what you do what you do. Why MCM? Like I don't have an MCM, MCM. one. We yeah. um. can, dis- can disclose that accordingly. If you want, that. yeah. Because so obviously, naturally, you know, when, uh, when people see a young, black, beautiful, educated black woman, t- you tend to get a lot more um, interest after the part of the role. So, uh, more... <laughs> make, sure
1: D- make sure your DMs are open. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead, I highly <laughs> no, doubt no, it. Bro. You, you might get one guy
0: and say, you know what? Talk to me about credit. <laughs> 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 Little Nando's and like, talk about how to lend in it. <laughs>
1: Yeah? Yo yo yo, welcome back to the My City Podcast, episode thirty nine. You got your boy Big Sam. Well go on, you got your boy Ere B.
0: How's it going, people? How's it going, people?
1: Good, good, good. They're all good. They told me. Obviously, you got the beautiful Kia as well. How well, you thank doing? You.
2: Hello, I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, good, good. And, and you've
2: you
1: She's got... like your lame five minutes ago. Do you know is it is? It's K on Twitter. So I saved it on my phone. Everyone calls me K. It's fine. Nah, come We got Kia and then you got man like Damon, my boy Damon Wilson. How's it going, bro? Evening for next How are you? Good, good, good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. Uh,
0: so, um, if you haven't already, tune into our last episode 38 where we spoke about, um, you know, Grief and losing a loved one, and we spoke about the different ways we can cope. And you know, we talked about some of the stigmas around things like therapy for a black person, and also you know, kind of things you have to bear in mind when it comes to funerals. It was quite a deep topic. Um, and uh, today, we're going to be talking about mortgages, uh, credit, it's going to be a nice educational one, so. Um, yeah, Sam. Do you
1: want to add to that? Yeah, like like you said, it will be, we will be teaching you quite a lot today. But you know, you trust us. It'll be it'll be entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we move. So um yeah, so overall, the theme we're trying to touch on today is um, credit credit ratings. Um, do people understand it? Educate educate us a bit on that, and also how that relates to your mortgage. So you know how to pattern your credit rating to make sure you um are approved for the mortgage of your choice. Um. So obviously we can start off with like, what is a credit rating? Does anyone know? I'm
0: I'm bullshit, but <laughs> book out, you know. Um, uh, David, you're
2: the expert. You go on, you. Yeah, were. you go through. No, you go through. Go
3: on. Why is the expert? All right, David, do you want to quickly tell them what you with do? credit rating it's not my strongest subject, but in terms of like, from what I've seen, I work in finance, and obviously most financial entities need a credit rating in order to do business, because that just helps other people other companies understand how much they can lend what they're getting into in terms of businesses if you just step that back Mm. in terms of um with people and getting mortgages you know you've got these companies out there like experian um and other other rating agencies as well which which banks will use and they'll just keep a track of everything that you do in terms of borrowing money spending money um they'll analyze stuff like your bank account if you give them access to that and then they will summarize that into a score which will inform a company like a bank on how much they can lend to you. Okay,
0: cool. so basically a means of trying to see how trustworthy you are when it comes to money. And if someone much. loans you money, you're likely to be able to pay it back. Interest. Pretty much, yeah.
1: Also, you mentioned um, financial entities. Would yeah. a person be characterised as a financial entity in that inst in that instance then, or what? What even, even is a financial
3: entity? I don't think they'd be class classified as a financial entity in that instance. Um, more of more of an individual. Right. But. I think the difference with people is you know, you've know you got somebody who's going to be earning money for a period of time, mm. like through their wages, which is kind of different from analysing a company and their balance sheet and how much and they, they have, because yeah. it's going to change, I think, differently to to how a company would change. Got you, got you. Kia, yeah, were are you going to add to that? Another? Cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, makes sense, makes sense. So I guess um, going off that, what's a mortgage then? Like, how does that kind of relate to a mortgage? Wait, before do you
0: go to that, quickly... How does the credit rating look? So let's say I, um, I do a credit check, yeah? Yeah. So obviously I don't actually see this. All I see is okay. you got you're allowed to get this bill, you're not allowed to get this bill. <laughs> I don't see, you know, the ins and outs of it. So how does it look, credit rating?
2: Um, if you sign up for something, so I use um, an app called Totally Money. So if I log into there now, um it analyses everything, it'll give totally me up to date. Yeah. Totally money, it's yeah, an app, free app. Um so you put in all your details. I click see my credit score. It will literally go through everything, everything. And it will give me a score. Loads of different um, credit check places give you different scores. But if I look at Totally Money, they put it into different brackets. So if you fall between like 400 and 500, for example, that's really poor. 500, 600 is okay. Yeah. It goes like that. Um, yeah, and it'll show you- You know that like circle where you're, where
1: you're <laughs> red and that? If you're Yeah, it's <laughs> yes, <be>. like that. <laughs> <laughs> How
2: do you know the circle red? It'll <laughs> show, it'll show <laughs> you. That there's I'm kind there's of- That's what I'm just saying. There's it'll it, show say sticky periods too. i some money to pay up. Nah, but good, it shows I'm you good. through there and the good thing with Totally Money as well is if you're unsure like of how good of a, you know, mm. person you are in terms of repaying back your loan, there's a section in there where it shows you, it gives you a score out of 10 of um, how likely you are to get some sort of loan. Mm. So imagine you think, oh yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm great, I want to yeah, get a loan. Like you that, go in yeah. there and it's like three out of 10. Yeah, It's like, well, yeah. and it'll, it'll tell you the, the debts you've got at the moment um, and if you've missed any like, payments or whatever, it'll break it all down so you can see, oh, okay, this is why my score's low and it gives you tips as well to help you increase your score.
1: It's interesting because all of these sort of systems that they use to sort of know everything man's been doing, kind of like, where's it all stored? Like, how, how are they, so are you able to hide your transactions kind of thing? Like, how do they know what exactly you've been doing like, you know, over a period of time kind of thing?
2: I don't think you can necessarily hide it. Well, I mean, it's more, a thing where if you were to take out a phone contract you, you're you now it's basically a loan that mm. so you're taking out and you're paying it back every month Um, or if you take out a credit card so that it's all those things are being stored so they can go back and check and say okay cool so you took out um, so like I, I had an account of like Halifax that I closed yeah. like four years ago yeah. I wasn't interested I don't, I don't even know why I opened it up to be mm. honest Close it down <laughs> and I forgot I had it yeah but I have completely forgot I had it but if I go through my my um you know, my credit right. file, my history, right. it says it in there, it says, oh yeah, Halifax account closed in 2014. I'm like, wow, I completely so, forgot, but it stores wow. everything. So yeah. is
1: that, yeah, so, so this it is, does it store all your accounts based on your name or is it yeah. based on your account number or like, do you know what I mean? How, can you, can you do stuff offline that is not, see, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to understand what this magic eye is that knows what man's doing kind of, well,
2: do your credit file starts off yeah, you being an electoral roll. So once I'm yeah. on so I'm on okay, electoral role, yeah. Okay. So once I'm on there, I'm now a person. But so then after that everything else I take out in my name is all getting stored. So if there. I don't
1: register, I'm good. Is that <laughs> good?
0: <laughs> if you don't register, that's fine, but there's no, there's no <laughs> fun contract, there's nothing. So I'm
3: playing, with you. I'm playing. Okay, cool. I got you, I got you, I got you. Were you gonna
0: say that? No, no. Damon, do you wanna say something?
3: Yeah, with um with your credit history and like recording payments, I think the one thing that I was kinda worried about was you know, When I go to get a mortgage, people are people going to be looking at every single line item in my bank account? Yes. Like what I've been spending over the last few months, bro. It's um, very intrusive, <laughs> <huh>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Like, I'm a skiing, skiing? I'm <laughs> I'm like obviously, skiing, when you take bro. babes club, be you know? <laughs> <laughs> <don't even> there, <laughs> it's a sell, <setup. laughs> <My boy. laughs> but um, yeah, I was actually worried about that. And I was, I was talking to, to a mortgage advisor, um, and they were like, the industry is actually getting closer to there in terms of when you do go to get a mortgage banks can ask you certain banks not all of them to mm. see like your, your bank history your last three months of payments and they'll do some analysis on that to see what your spending habits have been like and try and extrapolate that over time so obviously, you think about getting a mortgage you know get your bank account straight at least the last three months um, but you know when I did when I went to get a mortgage they didn't look at that
0: so essentially what a mortgage is right, okay. a mortgage is basically I want to buy a house uh, which is going cost 400 banks and if i don't work in private equity like you damon i might not be able to have the okay <laughs> in, uh, yeah, so i account. got a big mortgage in my house it's yeah. so a the big bank. percentage i thought I, I the bank listen i like this house loan me money please yeah. um so how does that step how does the process work so i, I see a house i like yeah. and i want to buy it yeah what then
3: yeah um so if i talk about my process yeah. i sort of had a bunch of viewings lined up um, knew a few which are quite likely so I, I told sort of a mortgage advisor in advance you could have done it straight for a bank um, that I was looking for houses in this list um, price range and he said great you know that's um, send me over some information and I'll get you an agreement in principle one agreement in principle does is it says you know they've taken some basic information off you It could be your wages um, if a bonus is a big portion of wages we can get into that later on they might take that information um take your name your address they can do some background analysis and they'll give you effectively a certificate that says you know we think we can lend this person up to this amount of money right. this isn't like a full loan but you know things look straight from now so then when you go and put an offer in a house you can say look i've got this agreement in principle so you're not putting an offer and saying you know i'm this guy i want to buy a house and mm-hmm. i've got no background people know you want a mortgage to buy a house so they want to see a, an agreement in principle um no no sorry so that, so that amount that
1: they will offer you is based on the calculation which is individual to each bank is that the case or yeah or my,
3: my agreement in principle was I told them the range of where I want to buy a house right. so they sort of approved that range the based range could have been higher or lower but that, that range was based on the houses that I was, I was looking at okay. and it sort of wasn't at the maximum that I was trying to be I could have borrowed for example okay. um, and that just gives obviously the seller comfort that if they do move forward with you you'll be able to get a mortgage because you know yeah, yeah nine times out of ten people are buying houses mm, with mortgages mm, 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 mm. um then i sort of put the offer in agree in principle great and then you start going through the the actual mortgage application um i use a mortgage broker which you can use you can sort of pay for i was fortunate my company had one yeah obviously man no, but, you yeah, know, but yeah so for a mortgage them. broker um effective somebody who will run the whole mortgage process for you so they'll ask you for the information they need um, but in my, my, in my circumstance, and I looked at doing it privately, and then I realized I get it for free from my company. I think privately it was about 500 pounds. Um, it's, it's, it's not it's you know, an insane expense. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Good sacrifice of LAT, though. <laughs> 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 yeah, go to um, And I realized I get it from my company for free, so I went through with them, and um, they basically say, look, send us over all of this information so you know address confirmation proof of funds so they want to see screenshots on you know where, have you got that so that this deposit. guy needs,
1: this guy needs to see all my individual transactions, as Not all, the, individual my transactions
3: the balance before paris okay rah, <laughs> the big balance. um and you know anything that the the bank needs to see yeah uh, which could be you know bank statements it's definitely proof of funds they want to see where that funds actually came from so you know Part of money laundering in the UK, there's a lot of regulation around proving that the money came from the correct yep, places. Yep, yep, yep. Um so you send I send all that to my mortgage broker, you can sort of upload this online into a bank's website. Um and you sort of finish the application, just like any application, mm. not particularly burdensome. Uh I think the one benefit of going with, with a mortgage broker is well, a few benefits. One is they're extremely experienced, so they've seen loads of different they issues. Know different. Um and you know, particularly if you come from you know, certain circumstances where things aren't as vanilla as other people, then they can be really, really good there because they can get creative on, on how you solve solutions. Okay. Um, so they have seen all of these different examples. And then secondly, you know, for me it was just, I sent them an email with the details and that was it. You know, I'm trying to focus on my work day to day, didn't really want to be looking around, looking at mortgages, <clears throat> uploading different documents, going through screens. So that was sort of outsourced, saved me mm-hmm. a lot of time. So send that out, they submit the application and literally four days later, Got confirmation from the bank saying, Yeah, Four
0: days, you know. yeah, they're That's quick, a quick
3: turnaround. Boy. I said, I do wonder what happens on the background there. If they're sort of how much you're actually doing, how much is automated, yeah. how much is just like you know, oh, yeah. tick the box. What,
1: what
0: brand is that much?
3: Um, it's a sparkling in my
1: eyes, and I <laughs> <that, bro. laughs> <laughs> love it,
0: not yet, not yet. So, okay, cool. Did you use any um schemes? Help to buy, I, did you, so I, how,
3: I how did they work? actually I looked at multiple schemes, multiple schemes from, from right to buy. You know, I grew up in a council house and potentially buying, buying a house for my family that, that we grew up in. Um, I looked at the help to buy uh, on a new build and the difficulty that I had there was the, um, the new builds weren't going to be delivered for over a year. Okay, um, well so you needed it like aether. So. Exactly, we were yeah. looking to move now opposed to, to a year from now and then the help to buy ISA as well.
0: So what's the difference between, you just said help to buy and help to buy ISA? Yeah. What's the, what's the difference?
3: Yes, yeah, so help to buy is a, a government scheme where they will lend you a certain amount of money in what they call an equity loan um, to purchase a property. So let's say they will lend you up to 20% of the value outside of London. I believe inside London is 40% of the value. Someone please correct me if, um, yeah, yeah. if that's not right. And that is effectively a loan um, from the government, which you don't pay anything on for the first five years, but they take a share of the property. So it's an equity loan mm. so your property goes up in value they the own 20% of that so you yeah, sell it, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you buy it today for a hundred it goes up to 150 they still get percent 20% of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then know, yeah, the benefit of that is you don't have to pay any rent or any interest on that percentage of the loan you put in five percent you can put in more of that more than that if you want to and then you go off and get a mortgage for the other 75% which would you, know, you pay your usual interest right, okay. payments
1: but it just reduces the amount of your your mortgage
3: well, money, money, your, uh, yeah i would say initial capital is a funny one because you can get 95% mortgages so you could just go purely private and you know because if it, you're you still it's not as easy as, you, as it used to be but you know I've, i hear stories you can still get 99% mortgages i don't know if people are doing it but you hear stories yeah we need to talk to them people I see, still. <laughs> I a few
0: faces
2: anyway. no i was thinking 99% that's crazy
3: I mean, in the U.S., really? pre-crisis, people were getting mortgages up to 100. percent. Well that better part? That's on the whole. Yeah, thing we know what was bunk. going on yeah. them time <laughs> <laughs> they, They'll give you a big, a big loan to go and buy your furniture and everything, because you didn't show any income. Wow.
0: So, 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 wow. so, so looking at the run through, yeah. Looking at the run through, Sam. Question for you. You're 28 now.
1: Okay, if that's what we're going with. <laughs> 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 You're, I mean, you're 27, you? I'm safe. an H. <laughs> well, okay. You're 27. 27,
0: yeah. You're 27, so like, you're
1: basically a big man now. I'm a big man, yeah. At the moment,
0: you're still living with your parents, of course. Of course, yeah. Any need plans to get a mortgage in the time soon.
1: Plan to get a mortgage at some point. Um, so if we're going to experiences now, um, so with me, like, I've had the plan to get to a certain salary, um, a certain salary amount before I go into that because I think we we didn't really go into that in detail but from what i understand you can get a mortgage based on the amount that you earn so is there a certain amount is it four times what you earn that they'll borrow to you or... it's
2: between four to four point five times
1: yeah okay so yeah so with me i'm I'm not really planning to try and do it with any sort of partner i'd, I'd prefer to do it on my own and just have it in my name and kind of as i wish to do it but whereas and i know you mentioned we so is that who who did you go and
3: get the house with uh no actually i got, I got it by myself okay so right you so, said we the
0: company to have a mortgage. Oh, okay
1: broker. cool cool cool. Yeah, so yeah, so with me next few years, um I've got to a salary where I'm quite comfortable now. Of course. I <laughs> thank you, right. <laughs> 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 so it's a matter of, you know, saving to a certain amount to, you know, pay off the deposit because that still comes um under cash and so uh, what kind of deposit are
3: you thinking about saving?
1: Well, that's that's the question. isn't It It, it depends because but you thinking
3: five or ten percent. Because what, what I want for my first house 20%. is twenty percent. Twenty percent. What? Yeah. Is that a lot or is I put ten percent. Twenty percent a lot. Yeah. So on on the, the topic of sort of equity down payments mm. put down, um, the you see the biggest jump in in interest rate that you pay when mm. you go from five to ten percent. Okay. When you go from ten to twenty percent the much. change in rate is quite is not as big. It, there is there is a change in rate. Mm. Um, but for me when I looked at it I said I'd rather have the extra ten percent in the bank account. As like right, a rainy okay. day fund or anything like that. Or even investing we'll elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even I can't <laughs> even come back <laughs> I'm already thinking about my next trip <laughs> So
1: so did it take you long to find a bank where you where you got the 10% and where you were comfortable with the um arrangement fee
3: To me no nah, it, it was the the mortgage broker did everything right, but to okay. be honest when I went online and went to money supermarket I saw the same stuff that, mm. that they showed me Mm. Um, so you know, there was no special bank that I needed there. Um, I didn't sort of borrow to the limit of of how much I could have. Mm. Um, I just sort of said, you know, I'll, I'll take a house that was slightly slightly lower in value, um, mainly because I'm still renting as well. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm not living in a place that that I, that I brought uh, the all of the time. Um, but it was pretty straightforward to find a bank. Okay. Coming from from that position. Mm.
0: So, okay, Hopefully. so like okay, so for me, I want to get out next year. Um, you know, uh, so my, my trips on Friday and Saturday night so I'm going to come to an end. Yikes! So, you know, I'm going to be spending a lot more time getting to know my family. You now I'm, oh. <laughs> 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 I'm <laughs> just. It's only two months till next year. No, I'm joking, joking, just joking, trips. No, 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 I'm joking, <laughs> joking, joking, joking. My family live abroad um, anyway. <laughs> well, no, yeah, broader. um so but with the house, I want to get. So I don't want to live on my own, right? But I want to get a, a house, another house. The house I want to get, I don't want to stay in. I want to stay in my current house, but I want to rent other house out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, would you advise, from your experience, getting a buy-to-let scheme?
2: Yeah. If you wanna, if you want to stay where you are and but get a house in order to let it out, then the legal way to do it is to get a buy-to-let loan in mm-hmm. order to buy the house, so you so, can let it out.
0: So is that better than just doing a normal mortgage?
2: Yeah, because technically a domestic mortgage, which is what we're talking about here, is a mortgage that the bank lends you so you can live in a place. If you're planning on getting a house with the intention of putting other tenants in there, then you have to get it through are about to let up the mortgage. Oh, how come? How can I can't do what I want to do with my house. I mean, if you want, if the government finds you, I'm not involved. Yeah, sticky still. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, not involved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's
0: checks in it. Okay, okay.
4: Yeah.
0: Well. Oh, oh, um, that's interesting though because I, I thought as long as I own the house, what i go what i do says i'm the tenant. you pay up no nah, so know, when, when you get
3: your mortgage document there'll be a clause in there that says um that you will not rent this house out to anybody else without letting the bank know and mm-hmm. then you have to go to your bank for consent that's if you get a regular uh, residential mortgage
0: it makes sense because obviously naturally the banks because the bank's interested in you paying them back naturally they need to know what's happening in the house so if yeah. there's tenants in not the really house. though why do they need to know because no. because, because if there's tenants in the house and yeah. they destroy the house, for example, right? Yeah. That value of the house isn't going to go up; it's going to go down. So,
1: are you telling me they're going to look into who the tenants are as well? Like they do a background check on yeah. them as well?
3: Yeah. If 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 it's buy to let, well, if it's buy to let and you've got a buy to let mortgage, then they won't be checking which tenants you then put in the house. Okay. Okay. um But if it's your own residential mortgage, if yeah, your bank's lending you up to ninety-five percent, let's say, which you can do quite easily yeah. in the UK. Yeah. Um and things go go bad, so you start renting the house out, you get a bad tenant and they destroy it, or well, then mm. you've got a 5% margin there. If the value of the house goes down by more than 5%, mm. they're taking a loss yeah. if they have to take the house back yeah. off you. And mm. um, that's why with buy-to, buy-to-let mortgages, you typically can't borrow more than 75%. So no, you need yeah, to put yeah, in you 25%. Put to yeah,
0: cool, but what, but then what are the perks? of getting a buy-to-let? Or are we just doing a, my own thing? I
2: oh, was just doing your own thing? Yeah. <laughs> um, legally, of course. Legally. Um, well, the buy-to-let is... Typically, an interest only mortgage, which basically means that every month, no, so obviously, you it's know, not, it's not free money. No, nothing's ever free money. I don't know what's free in this. Case, <laughs> there apart there from no energy. And yeah. <laughs> even that one, yeah. a yeah. Yeah. Uh, little the interest-free there. <laughs> yeah. So, the interest only <laughs> means that, um so you, ne- you know, you make payments every single month. Yeah, yeah. The payments aren't going towards paying back the loan that you've taken out, the payments are paying the interest. For the mortgage. Mm. Okay, so I have, so I have to pay separately. Yeah. You know? So, so let's let's say I have got a buy um mortgage and it's a ten-year one. So every every month I'm paying five hundred pounds. Let's just say, oh, yeah. Yeah. I gave example, you an arbitrary example, figure. Bro. I gave oh, you an arbitrary <laughs> figure. It was just a figure. GMA yeah. can wait. <laughs> <laughs> let's just yeah. say every month I'm paying five hundred pounds. So, like obviously I'm getting money from my tenants. And I'm paying five hundred pounds back. At the end of the ten ten-year period, mm. I now have to pay back. The loan um, of the, the full earnings. property so like the value, banks, yeah. for example, yeah, yeah. So, how, how much the bank gave me if they gave me uh, 200k, let's say I have to pay back that at the end of the, the yeah. period. Yeah, yeah. So, the, the month payments that you're making isn't to chop down your mortgage, so, the, is it, so
0: that's not to be that's very expensive to do then, or so if I'm paying 500 pounds if, if I'm, if I'm pound a month and I'm not even going to go to I just come in interest, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I still have to put up 300 bags after 10 years,
3: but you paid less each month, that's the point. Oh, it's yeah, so I think most mortgages that you get is you pay portion for your interest on that loan, and then you pay a portion to pay down that loan. Of course, right? Yeah. And let's um, let's say you know that that's a thousand pounds. Well, only half of that might be to be paying down the loan, and then you know over the 30, the twenty five or thirty years that you have the loan, um, by the, by the end of it, you pay down the whole loan. Whereas if you have got an interest only mortgage, instead of it being a thousand pounds, you'd only pay the five hundred pounds of interest. Over so 000. if you've got a tenant in the building. And, you know, let's say they're paying you £800 in rent. They're still making money because you've got that £300 difference versus the £500 interest you've got to pay. Mm. Um, You might not be paying them the the mortgage, but let's say your house goes up in in value. Mm.
0: They could just resell
1: it.
3: Let's say you sell it. Sell it, pay pay, off the
2: mortgage, mortgage and then you have the extra.
3: Or you could get another mortgage.
1: Yeah, Mm. up to you. Cool. So um, just to stick on the topic, so obviously understanding now that the purpose of credit, the purpose of understanding credit, um from the bank is to make sure that you can pay back their money that they're borrowing you to get yeah. your house so I'll what pay back,
0: I'll pay back anything that someone's borrowing you yeah, yeah so yeah. In, in this
1: instance with mortgages yeah. um so what are the causes of bad credit? Like, how do they calculate that score? What What does make it red? Trips to libertine. <laughs> okay, apart <laughs> from trips to libertine, <laughs> you... still open.
3: used <laughs> oh, to go, Dave. <laughs> I they... oh, <laughs> it's posted, oh, it's a union I went to Union landed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: that makes
1: sense. So yeah, is it certain as well? Like, while you lot are thinking, is it certain that you lot have at the forefront of your mind? Like, oh, I need to buy this on credit to improve my score rather than just paying, like, cash out, right, kind of thing?
2: Um, If I say for me, obviously, I'm a, I'm a lot younger, so mm. I've... I got a credit card, I think, last year. Okay. Only I'm, because... I'm next year. No, I didn't get that.
1: I didn't even have one at 21, so, boy, no. big up you, boy. <laughs> <No, no, no. laughs> I didn't have a credit card. Yeah, I got mine when I started work, for Nothing. Uh, yeah.
2: No, because my, my dad was talking about... Like I said, my dad's very much a driver and telling me to do this and do that, so... Amen. I've got my car now. Hey, right, shout so out to dad, man. Come yeah, on. like <laughs> literally, uh, he was pushing me to get the car, I got the car now, so it's now he's like, German. right, he, he's literally like kicking out, right? Car's done, now it's house. Now we're gonna think about the house yeah, now. Yeah, How are we getting yeah, that? That's good. Car. No, it's not a German car. But it's still good, it's still a car. It's it still a car. What mm-hmm. car
0: you got you no. Italian, car? You know? Huh? No, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Kia. Well, you go I've got a Kia. What car you got, Reggie? I live on London Bridge. I don't need car. I don't need a
1: car.
2: Well, I have my Kia, thank you very much. I have a Kia. That's good, very good. Oh, they, in America, they love the kids, Yeah. Okay, well, it's, just, it's my name, so that's what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a bit differently, though, isn't it? No, it's the same spelling. K I A? Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So, obviously, um, I've got my car and my dad's interested in me getting a house. So, for me, it was very much like, I was like, so how did I? Like, how sh- how do you propose I like, build up? my credit score Mm. Um, because I looked at it and it wasn't bad but all I really had out was like my phone contracts I didn't really have anything else Um, my dad was just like look get a credit card and I was like yeah yeah splash the cash and my dad was like no 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 (laughs) we're not doing that yeah we're not gonna splash the cash obviously Mm. I was joking Mm. but he's very very much like I think I had to buy a new laptop because I broke mine stupidly so he was like (laughs) put it on your credit card because I had the money for it he's like put Mm. it in your credit card when Mm. the statement comes pay off and then just keep doing that. When Whatever you put on your credit card, pay you back mm. by the time the statement comes. Mm. So all you're doing is improving your credit score. Mm. So that was very much at the forefront of my mind, and still is, to make sure that my credit score is as high as it can be by the yeah. time I actually come to get my mortgage application. Because my dad's, yeah. dad's given me 12 months, imagine, <laughs> to get my own place. So have you oh, seen right. your credit, credit score
3: improve from doing that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I actually have. Like materially? Yeah. Like
3: Is, is there a way to quantify that?
2: Um, not, because... Do you know what? i wish i knew how these um yeah. these different places actually judge you because i'll get emails saying oh yeah kia your credit score's gone up by 37 points mm. and i'm just like
3: what does that from? mean i don't uh, i don't know it's, it's not, spam. No, not spam no 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 <laughs> i don't that. trust those emails no
2: no because it's, it's actually like who i signed up with so i go in <laughs> there and i see it's actually gone up and it tells you the different points
3: mm.
2: i'm just like i don't know how they actually judge so, it so, let, so let's
0: say um obviously i don't want to get too personal but i want to get personal a bit so let's say for example um <laughs> let's say for example um I have an Amex issue and I've got maybe three grand. Okay. I can take out, right? Yeah. Unless I've got, to, I've got to three grand now. Yeah. How, how often would you say I should... Um, <clears throat> pay it off and like not how often, but how quickly should i pay it off should i pay it off in one go should i take months to pay it off like how do i break that down
2: so um, you you you've maxed it out but you've got the money to I repay it of course okay cool but but you, you yeah, Ray, you're but reading
3: off your phone
2: No, so hypothetically you've maxed out your credit card but you've got the money to repay it next month right yeah okay cool um so you can either pay it Advertisement. off. Advertisement, of course. You can either pay it off straight away, all the one go. Or um, a good way that actually reflects really even better in terms of building credit is to pay in two chunks. Okay. So mm. let's say you've maxed out, yes? Yeah? So you've got a 3K. You're saying, it's all right, I'm going to pay back next month. It's cool. So the statement comes, you make the first payment. Let's say beginning of the month, make one payment of 1,500. 14 days later, you make the other 1,500. So it's still the same 3K. You split it up into two payments. In the eyes of like the banks and stuff, you look like a um a more reliable person to pay yeah, back yeah. your money. Even though you haven't changed the amount, the amount is still fixed. You still pay back the if same I've free spent k
0: 10 months
2: free Sorry?
0: If I spend ten months paying it in three instalments.
2: Um well I mean um, there's there gonna limit? be interest on there so it's gonna you're gonna end up paying more. Oh no end up losing more money because of yeah. so
3: How do credit cards usually work? Is it like an interest free month? I, I have no idea. Um so it no, all you depends on who card. you're with. I don't use credit cards, no. It all
2: depends, depends. Yeah. I yeah I had an overdraft
3: yeah. as a student but then I just tried to stay in the green that's it we'll get we'll get into
0: that we'll get into that
2: we'll that so for example i got one i've got one with sainsbury's mm. and when i first got it i only got it because they had a 12 month interest free period so the first 12 months anything i put on there there's no interest even if, if you put it on there and it takes me three months to pay it back
3: how much do they let you you put on there
2: it all depends on your score yeah so I didn't know my score. I just applied and I just yeah. said, "Okay." They said, "What what will limit?" I said, "I don't know." I was thinking, "You, you tell yeah. me the limit. How much can I borrow?" I don't yeah. know. At twenty years old, I didn't know how much they're going to yeah. give me. Um, and they they give you whatever figure. Um, so some 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 of my friends have like five hundred pounds. Some have one thousand five hundred. It, it all depends on Got your it. score. Um,
3: like not really dangerous amount for <coughs> twenty year old to
2: get. No to no work. no. I'm like no one's getting like five or ten k. Like you're yeah. not getting <laughs> crazy like that. Probably yeah. no more than like one thousand five hundred. Mm. Um, so you can get like ones which are fixed, no interest. Some of them aren't some of them people just get them and think yeah credit card and it's got like i don't know 29.7 percent interest so basically what happens is let's say i put i buy something for one thousand no 150 pounds sorry today mm-hmm. and my statement comes if you pay it within the first 28 days there's yeah. no interest yeah if you just pay if you clear the balance within 28 days no interest if um, i put 150 pounds on there and I only clear up 50 pounds of it yeah. then i'm going to charge me 29.9 percent interest on the, interest yeah, on right, the remaining yeah, balance yeah um and then you go forth also if you don't make a payment you will have the balance on there so 100 pounds let's yeah. say mm. and i the next month i don't make a payment so i'll get charged 29.9 percent interest sure. plus a late fee which may be like 25 pounds on yeah, top yeah, yeah. and it keeps going like that yeah.
3: hidden costs
2: yeah wow so that's why it's not really extra money people think yeah i've got credit card let's go on nando's guys Nando's no it's
1: not <laughs> it's an interesting one though like i made that point because um you think because for example damon you've got a mortgage now yeah, But you said you've never had a credit card. But I've always been like badgered on that if you don't have a credit history, then there's no way of a bank knowing your, yeah. um, you know, how work, how reliable you are with making repayments. So is this not something that you had to have had ingrained in you from a young age, like Kia was talking about, or even younger possibly, in order to? Because it's funny, you said 12 months, your dad wants you to get a house in 12 months, and, and you're still in you. Like <laughs> but. <laughs> in my head what i'm thinking is isn't best practice to start your credit card from as soon as you can and then just be doing them little payments from them times and then as you get a bit more income and you're able to make more um, expensive purchases you start to do it on that
3: yeah to be I, i'm not the most clued up about the topic but mm. like from where i came from i saw like family members getting trouble with credit cards okay and so for me it was just like stay away from them yeah just yeah, simple. yeah i, stay nice one cool. girl just, like, I don't want to earn my money yeah I just try and afford what i buy and yeah. just leave it at that um. Yeah, and then when, when I went trying to get a mortgage it didn't come up so I'm, I'm not entirely sure what but you up? had an
2: overdraft though didn't you
3: I did have an overdraft yeah. what yeah. didn't come up the fact that you the, the you know I didn't have a credit card since I was younger and I was constantly paying it off and sort of that was never a factor
1: it. no right, what were all the factors that they looked at when you were getting
3: your mortgage
0: Probably salary and all the Was it just a <laughs> 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 six
3: figures? Am I wrong? My boy, <laughs> I, th- that that is the number one factor, See? right?
1: Because yeah. what I understand is from like all mortgages, all mortgages are doing is all mo- all mortgages doing is benefiting the bank because the bank will own the house, the bank is collecting interest. But benefits
0: you as well because you don't have hundred grand to,
1: to pay one go. But that's what I am saying. I am saying isn't the dream that imagine we had enough disposable income to pay. A Large amount of pay off all the deposit, pay off a large amount of the price of the house, and then you're paying less on the mortgage, so you're giving less to the bank. And then, yeah, but
0: the thing at the same time, you own you your house have, outright. You, you may have other things you want to do with your money. You remember part of the reason of getting credit to the cash you know, flow exactly. A lot of people have cash flow problems, or they may want to spend it differently. Thinking, you might want to go garden in December.
1: <laughs> I don't, but <laughs> you know, that's
0: a free grand holiday, you no, know when you're like, right. <laughs>
3: <Yeah. One week. laughs>
0: Three grand week, a weekend. You know what this guy's about. That's a a three grand holiday, right? Yeah. If you put four hundred k down in one go, you're not going to be able to do that. So some people still want to have; they don't want to be tied down. Essentially, that's why people get um, loans. In terms of of some of the stigmas, um, there's all the stigma around people borrowing money. For example, like you you know, you get a car, you you put on finance. Everyone's like, oh, you're not really getting a car. But attitude's different when it comes to mortgage (laughs) Everyone yeah. seems to see mortgage yeah. as, a, as, a, as an achievement. When, like you just mentioned, the bank owns it and they can repossess it anytime, technically, right?
3: You, you have to be defaulting on the loan. Yeah. yeah. So not making payments.
0: Yeah. So, so, so look at that. So there's a, there's a GLA car there, um, 20, 20 bags. Yeah. Mm. And there's a 200K um, house. Mm. You, you finance the GLA three months, in three years, you pay it back off forever. Everyone says, well, you know, you've got to finance and anyway, mm. it's not really your car you stick to yourself to a 30 year mortgage on the house everyone's like congratulations and that stigma doesn't make sense to me mm. well, but
3: one's an asset and one's a liability though right mm. right you is the value of your car going to go up that you just bought brand new i mm-hmm. think that's that's partially why the stigma is there um i think the stigma is probably overblown because you know if, if you want to get a car you haven't got income you haven't got enough money to buy a car right now you're trying to make a long-term investment Buy a good car that's not going to break down then it could make sense, you it makes save sense to money.
0: finance it because got three years and i get a new car every three years but I still have a, yeah, and I don't spend all my money on something that's mm. going to depreciate, like mm. you just said. But then if you look at the alternative, mm. the house, right, is it really an asset? Because the first few years, you're paying off mortgage loans and you're paying off interest.
3: Mm.
0: How is an asset at that point in time? To me, that's just a 400 grand headache I've got.
3: Well, a house could potentially make you money, right, through two ways. One is you run it out, which, you know, we, we discussed it a bit mm. earlier, you need to switch to a buy to let mortgage. Um, but then secondly, from going up in value historically, houses have gone up in value. Like, we could don't...
0: God's God not creating any more land. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
3: that's, prob- that's, what, that's one of the biggest yeah, yeah. reasons people, people believe it. Um, and then in terms of the... Like coming back to Sam's yeah. point on, you know, should we just avoid mortgages, you know, put down more cash, mm. um, you know, don't let the banks benefit from this. Well, the banks... My, my mortgage rate was 1.8%. Oh, right it's nice. you can yeah, it, sweet stuff. you can go online this is sort of the market at the moment that's fixed for two years, and then it goes to a floating rate um you know if you think your house is gonna go up in value by more than that or you can get more than that in rent, then you're making that money work for you. There is risk there, mm. and i th- I think it completely comes down to with all of these things, whether it's buying a car on credit or it's buying a house with a mortgage, it comes down to your risk tolerance. And a lot of people, yeah, know you know, particularly as you get older as yeah, well, you see this... do risk, of
0: we,
3: <laughs> You see when as, as people get older, they want to pay off their mortgage because like, look, I don't want to worry about interest rates going up. I don't want to make payments. I just want to have my house Inter- paid pay, off. Yeah. and it. Even, I don't even know how, um, oh, it's, it's good to pick it up with you two and Iria as well, but
1: like I hear about, you know, the risk of interest rates going up and stuff, but <coughs> do, <coughs> is there potentially a risk that if the bank... Um, goes bust so you talk you talk about um, yeah laymen if if the bank goes bust can they not like sell your house to like bail themselves out that's because I see mortgage as the bank's house that man's still like I'm they've they've bought the house and I'm in debt to them Mm. for buying my house so if they are in trouble surely they can just take their house and bail themselves out
3: I mean you get rights as, as the mortgagee so you know when you if you keep making I'll payments do rip that off bro what do you no, mean I like if they're good
0: <laughs> uh, for
3: real like the contract um, you know read it through you have a lawyer as well yeah. um, who's acting on your side you're paying them money to do that um, and if you're making all your payments the bank can't do anything and let's say let's take the example you know Bank goes um, bust. Mm. Your house has gone up in value. So they say, you know, you got a mortgage of 100. Your house is worth 120. Yeah. And, you know, they're trying to figure out ways to get to that 120 because yeah. they're in trouble. They but can't But the contract do that. is and there. Then, I tell you, if they did do that, the yeah. world would just, That's it, what it I'm would saying. turn upside down. So, uh, it, That's what I'm saying. Cause yeah,
0: because I mean, the part, I've always struggled to understand. And maybe for those listening, I've also struggled to understand. So I buy a house today. It's worth 400 bags. I don't know I keep focusing on that number, but Sounds nice. Sounds yeah. like
1: that's the value of the house you want, bro. <laughs> amen. Amen <laughs> to that. Amen to that. Four hundred.
0: Yeah, man. I've got there hey. property, man.
1: Yeah. yeah. I want a big team for me. But yeah, we go go to. I want to be I'm going to
0: be playing. I'm, 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 I'm in London or lucky. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Like, but other than it's got some. Other than, nice houses there. Go awesome. to five. Anyway, so, so I was going to say, so if we're four hundred k now, I've got a mortgage of four hundred k. And it goes up to 600k, yeah? You
3: wouldn't be able to get a mortgage of 400k on a house worth 400k.
0: I mean, no, as in like, um, I get the mortgage for the 400k. Got it, sir. So yeah, yeah, yeah it, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so, and let's say it goes up to 600k, right? So if people say something about remortgaging the house and getting equity yeah. out, explain that to me, if you
2: can simple that down for me. How does that work? You want me to take over? <laughs> yeah. See, how this one, that, yeah, <coughs> this one, me. I was a bit... Um, bring it down for me. I'm trying to break it down for you. This one's a bit unsure of. So I was talking to my dad about this. I asked him, the other day, I said to him, what does me remortgaging mean? Because he, he said to me, like he's talking about remortgaging. I said, what does that mean? He basically said, um, what that means is, so you, like you said, stick, stick with your figure. So you got your 400k. Um, okay, bags. 400 bags is the value of the house when you took out the mortgage, right? Yeah. Um, it's now, I don't know, 10 years down the line, it's now worth 600 bags. Yeah.
4: Amen
2: so you can go to the bank and say look okay cool so i know i've taken out this this mortgage review my value my, my property value's now gone up by 200k i want to remortgage the house and i want to get out 50k more yeah so basically what what you're saying to the bank is i want to borrow another 50k um that you're going to pay back so they basically give you the 50 if they agree with you and say okay cool yeah it's gone up in value that's fine they'll give you 50k in your account but then now your your mortgage gone up from let's say if it's ten percent, mum quick maths. So instead of borrowing um three hundred and sixty, yeah. you're now you've now borrowed four hundred and ten that you now have to pay back. Yeah.
3: But mm. you would have paid some down at your mortgage. In yeah meantime, yeah of course right? yeah, yeah yeah yeah
2: in the meantime, but that's now what the the full value of your mortgage would have been. Perfect. Instead of 360, yeah. And if we don't
0: listen, that's 10% because 10% is 40, 40K or 400K.
2: That was a quick math for me, boy. But
0: oh, yeah, cool, yeah. I've got it. my calculator out ready. Yeah, just double check no, the right. Because for me, I was <laughs> in my head <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I got this, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, cool. So, um, so the the, the, sort of, the uh, 40K, so I remortgage the like house at 600K. Yeah. And I get 50K back, yeah. So, do yeah. my monthly mortgage payments increase or decrease? How does that work?
2: Um, well, it depends on how much you pay back, but well, they probably technically will increase. I, how much I thought would, I
0: could thought could I could do was I thought I could remortgage at like 600k yeah. and get a 200k different than, than pocket. Yeah, does a lot of people do,
2: or um, I mean, it all depends on how much you, you want out. If, if you said you know, I just want 30k the more, then you yeah, yeah, okay, well, then it depends on the bank if they yeah. want
3: to, it depends on the bank and the market. Like, yeah. if you go from let's say post financial crisis, banks don't lend that much, you see, you got to put down 20, percent. um, and let's say you know. Ten years later, the banks getting a bit more relaxed. They say now nah, you can put down ninety five percent instead. Amen. You'd have to put down as, as much money. Um, and let's also say, in you know, a post financial crisis, hypothetically interest rates are high, and then ten years later interest rates have gone down. Well, when you go to remortgage your house, the bank's going to say, "What is the value of the house today?" They're going to look in your street, try and figure out which house has just been sold. They're going to say, "Okay, so for this price, so we believe that your house is worth this amount," mm-hmm. and then you can just borrow. A percentage of that amount, so you could borrow. You know, if your house has gone, as you say, from four hundred to six hundred, and they now allow you to borrow ninety-five percent, you could borrow all the way up to ninety-five percent, as long as you've got the income to back it up, mm. right? Because the house has gone up in value to the multiple of your income um, stays the same. Your income is going to have to go up to reach mm. that value. Um, but you know, if the interest rates have gone down in the meantime, which you know over the last five years they they probably have in the UK, well,
0: it to what Brexit happened to the end,
3: it? Yeah yeah i mean with brexit a lot of people are saying interest rates are going to stay lower because we're going to be in a lower growth environment the banks um the Bank of England can't put it up mm. so i was going to like, ask
0: okay so then uh how does it come to selling a house
3: so
0: mm. my house was 400k it's five years later it's not 600k i want to sell it yeah what do
3: i do go so in terms of selling a house so i haven't paid off
0: my mortgage yet of course you know um, did you remortgage your house uh, let's say i haven't
3: you haven't yeah, yeah. okay um, I believe
0: it's k now, but it was 400 k before. Yeah. They've got the one mortgage. Talk yeah. to me.
3: Yeah. Um So you know, you, you want to sell your house and you know, hopefully you timed it right, the market's hot, lots of people trying to buy in your area, yeah. gentrification. Um Amen. <laughs>
0: Starbucks there, good schools over there, <laughs> there, a lot of prep. Absolutely.
3: Ire wants his slice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you go, you go to your local estate. You might talk to a, a bunch of them to try and you know, get some competitive forces going on amongst them and, and get a good rate. You say, "Look, I'm trying to sell this." You know, they'll get online, put it on Right Move, they'll put it on their website. Um, and then you know, people start searching online, finding the house, going to talk to a stage. And so people start coming, viewing your house, and they sort of say, "Ire, you know, 600 600 bags is a bit too much. And they start giving you offers, you get 5AE, 590. Cool. Uh, it could take a long period of time. It could be like three months, could be six months, it could be 12 months. Cool. Um, then once that happens, hopefully you find someone who, who reaches a price that you're happy with. You, um, you know, agree to sell to them and then they go through, obviously the process that you went through as a buyer, so getting their mortgage um, and all that stuff. Um, I think the one difference there with buying and selling is if you're selling, you pay the agent fee. So when you go to your stage and say, can you sell my house?
0: Them to work for you. they say oh, yeah
3: you know we'll take whatever I don't know what the percentage is after selling a house but but they'll take a cut but then,
0: so that's so that 600k maybe some you work in finance as well
3: mm-hmm.
0: so, um, we got the teaching in this one so that 600k I've thought it is so I never got a mortgage from a different from a bank right is their, is, that, is their bank gonna pay off my bank yeah so, they, they'll pay off, so their bank will give my bank 600k yeah
3: no you, your bank will only be entitled to the amount that's outstanding on the loan
0: okay so, so let's say it's the rest of the 400k right yeah yeah so they'll pay off that to the yeah. to that bank and the 200k will come to me directly
3: correct it'll go to your bank account oh yeah it'll go to your lawyer's bank account and then they make they make the transfer to your bank account um the but lawyer's you know. bank account. yeah <laughs> 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 All right, cool. It's no, no. a good topic. you got to make sure you trust your lawyer, so always you know, go through due diligence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, do, do, do your diligence, ideally, referrals. Um, people generally say don't go with your estate agent lawyer because they'll try and give you a lawyer and they're taking a big fee from that referral. Mm. So that's just something to be aware of. Cool. No, that's really good stuff. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned from this
1: already is I thought credit. Um, your credit rating and your credit history was sort of the pivotal factor to determining whether you could get a mortgage or not. But I'm understanding from today that it's not maybe the pivot, maybe it's not as pivotal as I thought. And that's still good stuff because overall I wanted to look at, you know, attitudes in the black community towards credit, mm-hmm. if we even understand it enough and if we are doing all that we can to maximise it in order to get a mortgage. But are we now saying that it's not as vital as we, we should just aim for like six figure salaries and we're good kind of thing.
2: But you can have a six figure salary and have a really poor credit rating because you, you can you, have the yeah. money because some people who still live beyond their means mm. even on yeah. six figure salary. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, to so. live
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's you <laughs> like, There's still
2: people it. who are on 100K and are in debt up to their eyeballs. So the the, yeah. the the income isn't to be on end end The Credit mm. score still has cool. pay debt, yeah. a big factor. But how, how it, do we get it through?
1: I was gonna say, even with the credit um ratings, we spoke a lot about stuff that's good to boost it. But what brings it down? Like, what kind of like? Let's give examples of what is what brings your credit rating down.
2: Um, late like payments. Um, your level of debt. Yeah, can bring it down as well. Mm. Um,
3: could be any debt. It could be you know, sh- not necessarily student debt, but um, you know, uh, Does student finance affect it? Yeah it's the, they're increasingly taking into account how much debt you have outstanding because you know from the bank's perspective that they're looking at how much you're making every month and if they just look at your salary but you know you've got money going out the door to pay off a student loan then that's less money for you to service that and so that makes you a riskier borrower
1: but student finance the amount that they're
3: taking it's not free money bro it's not free money but the amount is very little yeah they they take that into account so okay. it's, it's not treated like it's a, it's a regular right, uh, cool. loan right. Um. And other things could be like, you know, you've got council tax outstanding, you haven't paid rent on your house or something like what about that. about Yeah, it, it could be anything. In what terms about deets? Deets, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: yeah, what does
1: deets mean? Bro? Don't worry about that, bro. What uh, does it mean? Um, so in the black community... In the black community, um, what's the best ways to understand how to best maximise your your credit rating? Is it is it through podcasts? It's is it through... Food. Your dad's like, oh my um, <laughs> do you need to get in schools? Like,
2: um, I feel like things are a lot easier when they're verbally explained. Because mm-hmm. I, I did for those of you who don't know, I, I write threads on Twitter breaking down all these different financial terms and jargons. So I did one on credit scores, and even though it's good to see
0: positive threads, <sighs> yeah, thank on, you, thank
2: on, you, on. even though I broke it down the best I could in my opinion like when, when you're reading it i broke it down to the point where i thought i would give examples where if you don't understand like this is an example so if you read example it makes sense i still get like 50 dm's 100 yeah, dm's after these threads saying thank you for your thread it was great but i still don't understand this yeah, part yeah, so yeah, i yeah, think yeah. it's it's always easier when it monetize that
1: mm, you should and it's te- it's very technical stuff know i going to do lunch man. <laughs> no it is technical stuff and you know I mean some of these things we do take little words for granted that we understand that maybe others don't kind of think but I
2: understand that which is why I started that's that's Mm. why I started doing the threads and now I've started a podcast because I was thinking if I verbally tell people then maybe they'll understand Mm. Um, and I do want to start going into like universities and colleges Mm. and stuff and trying to explain it to the younger generation because I know I know it's hard like telling my brother he's 16 he doesn't care he's got his first job but try to tell him to save He's like, no, man. I'm getting tech text, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. <laughs> got paid two hundred pounds the other day. It's Go first ever paycheck. I'm telling you, he's got two hundred pounds the other day, no. and he's literally blown his paycheck no. already.
1: Listen, let him be young, man. Let him be young. But not have been thinking. Oh no, no, we, we took off twenty
2: pounds. We said to him, just at least put twenty pounds. Yeah? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, we gross. put it in savings for him.
0: What <laughs> are calling it? He's a camel going to Europe. Wait, it's my dad. not pro- like the uh, agent anyway. <laughs> 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 so, uh, I'm not sure if you know the stats, because yeah, yeah. Do black people borrow more than white people? Like, is that fair to say, or how, how is it? I, you hear stuff like, um, you're more likely to get a loan if you're white than if you're black." Oh yeah. What are you on mm. about?
3: I wouldn't know. I think if if I look back to the U.S. and I can think of examples there, where it was, you know, it was it was a bit more predatory in terms of lending and
0: in terms of like you you're giving that loan to people that you knew
3: couldn't pay exactly it back, exactly like literally people going around knocking on your door saying hey did you know you can get a loan next day or next week you suddenly brought your house I thought, yeah, I was like, I thought
0: that film what's it called
3: um, <laughs> um, I think I know which one you're talking yeah,
0: about yeah I have the film yeah, I forgot, I yeah, yeah.
3: Name. Um, so I think in those circumstances then you know and you're giving people loans <clears> of 99 100% Um, I think yeah, in the US I would expect I would have thought the statistics said that black people were, were more highly levered Um. Although thinking about it from another angle, and if there is you know, bias in mortgage applications, whether that be through people's names or, or figuring out their yeah. ethnicity, uh, which I think does exist in, in some systems, um, then you might have to prove that you're a better cre- credit worthy person and then put down a bigger deposit and have sort of borrow less of a, a multiple of your salary. So I'm actually not sure which direction the stats will go.
0: Plus, I'm um, so, cause I thinking, right, a lot of people don't understand the whole financial crisis in 08, 07 and why that happened.
3: Just like, 10 years ago now.
0: 10 years ago. 10 years ago I was in secondary school.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a bit crazy, isn't it?
0: It's a long uh, time. Like, um, sorry, for, for, for those who don't understand, um, why would pe- so your people were giving that loan to people who were, who they thought they couldn't pay it back, right? Yeah. What benefit does that have? Why would I give you money if I know you're not going to pay it back?
3: Yeah there was a big belief back then that house prices just keep going up and they were going up very very quickly and it's kind of self-fulfilling because people were given loans which allowed them to buy houses and more demand for houses then increases the price price, and then you know people think house prices are going to keep going up um so you could buy a house with you know a 99 or let's say 100 percent mortgage the house costs 100 today but next year the house is is worth 110. you sell the house for 110 you've made 10. um so that's that's a big reason why people were taking out such high mortgages and accepted them even though they might not have the the income to support it you know nowadays there's a big focus on on having the income to support it. and there's a lot of regulation around you know the borrowing from four to four and a half times your 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 income um which hopefully doesn't let that happen again
0: cool and um, so sam for example where you, you think of moving yeah mm. where are you gonna get your
1: house well ideally london But <laughs> where i was just somewhere uh, in london hopefully. no no i don't for me um ideally somewhere in London or, or nearby but again that was something I wanted to talk about on the pod today like what what how realistic is it for you know people of our generation to oh, aim for a place in London and why has it become so difficult
3: <laughs> hey, my house is outside of London wait, wait, where's your house yeah my house is in Staffordshire it's north of Birmingham it's where I was born So, where my, all my family live in Staffordshire what
0: the hell are you doing there bro
3: it's where, it's where my family are
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, have you moved
3: no, I, I rent in London, but then I bought a house there. Are oh, you a So in I house spend thing? time there, and family members stay there as well. When's
0: the been, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you know we like a half woman, it, bro? It's it's bro. Long
3: one. United you know, two-hour train. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so then who,
0: so who's staying in that house then?
3: Family members. I've
0: yeah. got family and man.
3: Yeah. So you're not making money from the house. Um, not, not month to month. Right. You would know, hope that you know over time the house goes up in value. Um, but I didn't see it as, as a money making yeah, yeah, yeah. play okay yeah. but by doing that you know and you know, working in London that was it was a bit easier to get a mortgage somewhere out there uh, and you know I'm talking to friends now who are trying to buy, buy places in London and if you're looking at something beyond you know a one bedroom even you know it's looking really really difficult to buy a house in London you need to be earning like a lot of money and you need to take on are a single kind of money <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I, I didn't buy in London so <laughs> yeah, go you, know. you, you need to take on what yeah but I mean like, if, Let's say You know I was talking To someone the other day And they were like they, they told me that They saw a place In Kennington For 1.1 million pounds And it had four bedrooms And it was a house In Kennington Yeah And it's like If you want to buy A four bedroom house And they say You're thinking about Having a family Or you've got a family And your kids mm. You've got to put down You know you've got 1.1 1. 1 million to buy the house. So what mortgage are you going to be getting? Let's say you at know, 900k to a million. Mm. And then you've got to service that mortgage. You know That's an insane amount of money. And let's say, you know, just taking those numbers, let's say it's a million pound mortgage, 3% on that. That's like, what, 30k a year just yeah. on the interest. And let's say you double that because you're going to pay down the equity. That's 60k a year. <laughs> right, you break that down per month. Yeah, you got your stamp, duty. you got your fees, money. you got all and of exactly that. Exactly. What's stamp duty? What listening
0: to the pod? It's
1: a tax that you got to pay on on the... On the mortgage, right? You're on the
2: property value over 140k. Yeah. Yeah. So it's well, stamp duty. Well, why am I getting tax for paying?
1: it's it
2: like VAT
1: then? If you want to call it. It's that, a tax. Yeah. It's yeah. just a tax. You yeah. if, so, I mean, you mentioned like doing an experiment. It's, it's to a tax. Firm. What yeah. Yeah. do you mean, blood? Like, it's a tax that goes to the government card? and that, like, yeah. huh how does stamp duty work? So? so if you if the value of the house is over, is it 140? 100, 140. 140. Then you've got to pay. That percentage to the government to is it three percent? Think something like that, yeah. yeah, something like that. Just it's but like that's a, that's cash works. as well, right? You can't even do that by. That's right. Yeah, that. you, you can't you, you can't borrow that. Right? Yeah, that that's the yeah. cash yeah. as well. But on your
3: on your first house, you don't pay stamp duty on anything below three hundred thousand pounds. Oh, uh, is it 300? So that's that's sort of protected for your first house. If you okay. buy a second house, then you do pay stamp duty on that. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, how can the government encourage us to want to buy a property, but then do something like stamp duty on it?
3: Well, stamp duty is a way of taming. How quickly How the demand for houses Because it effectively Increases the price You increase stamp duty It stops people from doing it So they actually use it As a way to, to control it They also use it as a way To raise revenue So the government oh. might say That you know And they might put up The stamp duty even more On high value houses So they say if you're Buying a second home And this is, this is actually True in the UK If you buy a second home You've got to pay 3% extra Than what somebody else Would buy if they got To buy their first home um, So you know This helps the government Control it Whether it be on luxury homes Taxing certain people um, they could put it down to encourage uh, house buying.
0: That's, oh, okay. I me mean, get my out. <laughs> <laughs> but it,
3: the stamp duty
1: is, is a tax. Um, so have we got any limiting factors like um, pertaining to black people in particular to getting a mortgage? Do we, do we know of any? Well,
0: I
2: mean?
1: go, on, go to you, bro. Carry on. Yeah, go to you.
2: Like.
1: Oh, you don't
0: know you want to say something, right?
2: Oh, I, I was gonna say I don't think there's necessarily a limiting factor. I think it's just a stigma that people either are afraid of it or feel like they won't be able to get it because That's my a dad's big thing. Yeah, my, my dad's got multiple properties, so I don't. Jeez,
3: we oh, need to meet your dad first. You need <laughs> to get <him> one as <laughs> well. Blah, blah. Yeah, but, on, but on the stigma part, like it's real. Like when yeah. I remember when I got my mortgage, I was looking at the piece of paper like, wow, yeah. the mortgage. I was like, like really, really? like really, like I'm gonna this money to buy a house. I, I didn't believe it. Whereas you know, for some people, and it's like you know, the parents might have gave them the deposit and helped them get there. It was second nature, mm. but you know, I I put off buying a house for a period of time. I could have done it sooner, um, and you know, maybe that stigma had had stopped me from doing it, and I, you know, because of that, I might have foregone some some house price appreciation. Mm, so I think mm, the stigma mm. is real.
2: I think it is really, really. I think it's a big, big um, factor because, like, my dad wasn't taught it. My mm. my well, my grandparents his parents came over from the Caribbean. They got their first house. Obviously, it was a lot cheaper back then. Oh, yeah. But even then, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't taught. So my dad's got, including himself, there's eight of them. Only three of them have houses. Mm. The rest are renting. So it's not it's not like oh yeah you know my grandparents taught yeah. them and blah blah. My dad he just fumbled his way through you know adulthood and then he said you know what I'm gonna own property. Yeah. I don't know how I'm gonna get the money. But I'm gonna he, do it. He he wasn't on tons of money. He was like I'm gonna get property. Yeah. And now he's got multiple. So I feel you still. if, if
0: there, mm. I mean, if, you, you know, you touched upon renting right. So Sam, at the moment, you live at home, yeah? Yeah. You pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. Do they tax you to stay with them? Well, I
1: choose to. Cool. So, because uh, buying isn't for everyone,
0: right? You mentioned three three out of eight. They mean you're still renting in London. you properties overseas. Mm. Yep. So, 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 for someone listening to the pod, what what would you encourage? Would you tell them to Rent, or would you tell them to buy? Like, for in which sense, scenario would you say renting better? And in which situation scenario would you say buying better?
2: Um, I've heard of of you. so for me, in terms of why people choose up for renting as opposed to buying, um, a lot of young people because I, I didn't know many arguments for renting in my head. Why would you not want to own property? Like, why would you not want your own place? But a lot of people want to rent because they want the luxury of being able to chop and change whenever they want, so they can be in one place for three years and yeah, then decide. Kind of issues they may have commitment issues or they may just say you know what I'm, I'm at this point in my life now i want to upgrade and i want to go to this place and i can rent out this place for x amount of money and don't have to worry about owning or whatever um any kind of breakages and whatever happens in the house is not really me call my landlord up someone else is going to deal with that that's what a lot of people think anyway um so they they prefer renting to that for that reason i don't know no, it's an with?
1: interesting one it's an interesting one i mean for me renting um if i end up going that on that route is it'll be simply because it's not feasible to get the property mm. that I want to own because you know I envision how it will look, the kind of like w- the kind of area that it will be in, just London, and you know things have changed over the year. I mean, it was funny. I was speaking to my cousin a while back about um, how gentrification has happened in certain areas, and we were speaking about like Whitechapel. I can't remember if I said it on the pod already, but Whitechapel is very um, populated by certain demographics mm. um, of the Asian persuasion. <laughs> um whereas um Peckham, um back day like it was very populated by like Africans and Caribbeans. But now you've seen a lot of gentrification happen in Peckham where like a lot of the Africans have been pushed R. out. where Um and then it's been replaced by like high rise buildings, very expensive buildings that people that lived there back day could never afford. Whereas that same potential existed in like Whitechapel but it wasn't done and he said the reason that happened is because back then um, the attitudes of those Asian people wow. was to purchase yeah. all of these mortgages for cheap yeah. and keep the keep it as keep sort it of our built, community, yeah. whereas um, in Peckham that <laughs> people just didn't take advantage of that people just were comfortable renting, um, I'm yeah. guessing it was like cheaper rent prices, um, sure. they were comfortable being around there um, their friends and family and whatnot and now we're kind of seeing the effects of that yeah Um. so yeah I think it's I think definitely attitudes towards mortgages is something that it needs to be I mean that opportunity is passed now but if it was ingrained into people of that um, culture back in those days then we could be seeing you know a difference in how yeah. some communities look now
3: yeah. and I would, on the the renting versus um, buying yeah argument. Like I'm a I'm a big supporter of renting in London. Yeah. Like if you, like, I mean,
0: you've been have been different I've been to house and I be like yeah, you Like it's
3: <laughs> I think there is a stigma around renting as well where people think it is just money wasted. And it's like, no, you're paying for a service like most things in life, whether it be getting an Uber, whether it be you know buying food, you're paying for the benefit of that house. And you know, sadly in London, you know, the price that you have to pay to buy a house. And I've looked at it and I'm just like, it's eye-watering and taking on that kind of mortgage is just so scary. You mm. to go back to the, the house in, in Kennings and you've got to get a mortgage for one million. You know, that's weighing over <laughs> that's your head. And nuts, that's a, you, you lose your job. You're sweating. You're done now, yeah, yeah, really You're finished, man. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I You I, are I, finished, man.
0: We'll nah,
3: <laughs> that's why <laughs> man jump off buildings. You can say it, man. But, <laughs> <and so laughs> like... <laughs> you know, if you want to if you want to live in London and you know maybe you want to do that to be around friends or if it's convenient for your work or you know, whatever reason everybody has different reasons you know I, I think that there is there's a lot of merit to that and that's one of the reasons why I actually purchased outside of London yeah um, partially because I wanted to have sort of a permanent place so that you know, weren't just renting all the time that I could call home um, but then partially because I wanted to stay in London I just feel like um,
1: that I completely agree with that and that's a good point to make but I just feel like that decision um, as to how willing you are to mm. pay off paid rent, which is like whether we like it or not, it is paying off someone else's mortgage. For sure, For sure. But There's no more, two ways of t- that. It. Yeah. That's what we're doing. That depends, that's, that, um, that decision kind of depends on how much disposable income you have, because yeah. if the percentage of your disposable income is so high and you're thinking, I'm giving a lot of my money yeah. to someone else to own a house, you may be a bit more like it, may make your skin crawl a bit more than if you, you know, you're very comfortable with a lot of disposable income. You're like, hold that kind of thing. So
0: that's a bit of pride, though, isn't it? Like, that whole I want to own this prideful, isn't it? Like, a lot, of want, a lot of people have a lot of effort somewhere that ownership is
3: overrated. Yeah, it's pride, but I think it's also trying to be savvy with saving because, you know, if you do have a mortgage and let's say your mortgage payments is slightly ahead of your rent, so it hurt you to get that mortgage. Historically, it was actually less. And, yeah, and, and, was, the gain, and the game and the game factor was actually getting the equity to buy the house. Okay. Um, yeah. And that, I think that was historic, mm. historically the case. Whereas now it's it's more and more that, the
0: mortgage. Most people are now than renting, right? I
3: believe so. Yeah. If you look at the numbers in London, your mortgage would be more than renting. I
0: mean, if, you if you don't mind sharing, how much is your mortgage per month, bro?
3: My mortgage is about a thousand pounds a month.
0: In Birmingham. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. How many bedrooms? Um, Go on. Four. Uh, My boy. <laughs> See, got it right.
3: Um, that's, that's good then, isn't
0: but it? <coughs> so then, obviously, you're probably saving them because if I was renting all four rooms in Birmingham, I'm paying a lot more than a father. a month. Yeah,
1: but you're not renting yeah. it. your family. Sorry if,
0: I was pay, sorry, sorry, if I was renting um, all four rooms in Birmingham, I'd be yeah. paying a lot more than a grand.
1: Oh, yeah, if if you are yeah, At yeah, university, yeah.
0: Leeds... Oh, I just said my university, I need to bleep that. Uh, at university, <laughs> um, I was paying maybe... 400 pounds a month for a room.
3: Yeah 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 I mean outside of London is one of the places where it does it does generally stack up that you can you can get more in the rent than you will in your mortgage um but I think the coming back to the ownership versus rent point you know I, and coming back to Sam saying yeah. you know if it, if it's a big chunk of disposable income and it's just going out in rent that can be frustrating because you're not saving anything 100%. so you might just say you know let me get the mortgage yeah. because whilst it might still feel like rent going yeah. out the door of every window yeah. out of your I
0: have that at the end of it.
3: Yeah, exactly, because you're half so of that, generally half of it, if I look at my mortgage payments, half of it is for the, to pay down the loan. So mm-hmm. it's, it's savings to me, and the mm-hmm. other half mm-hmm. is, is interest. Mm-hmm. So whilst I am sort of paying the bank, I'm saving money through doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a thousand pounds out the window like it is with rent. I'll
0: Do of mortgage you have a um, so you have a house, you don't have a flat, you have a house, right? Yes, yeah, so. it's so, a house. So is it semi-detached or detached? You're asking better questions. That's aiming a podcast, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um
3: it's a detached house, it's in the countryside.
0: Because yeah, what we're trying to do, which uh, so a lot of people be listening who ask what who want it, do want to ask this, so what we try to do is try to get as much information from oh, the sense as possible. That's why My apologies. That's, no, it's cool. That's why in the beginning I asked um is there anything off the cards. Oh. cool yeah? makes right, yeah? that, I get it now, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's why innit? yeah. Makes sense. Um mm. so, I, I appreciate it honestly. So I was gonna ask so the reason I asked that the reason I asked that was because um isn't a thing where after 100 years, the bank gets the house back? Is, no, I, Is yours I'm, a freehold, is it a leasehold? What it's, is, a, it's a freehold property. So you're going to yeah, hold so you're, you're a house forever? Forever, yeah. Yeah, whereas a lot of people get leaseholds. Yeah. And what that means is after 100 years or when you die, the, house, the bank gets it back. So that's why I asked what kind of um, yeah. mortgage do you have? I and mean, what do you advise? Do you get, advise people to get freeholds or leaseholds?
3: Yeah, so on the on the freehold and leasehold point, um, yeah, I work, I work in real estate for a living. We do it with commercial properties. And some commercial properties are leasehold as well and and what that means is it's slightly different from the from the bank owning it um it's that somebody else owns the land that your property's on mm. generally and what you're buying is you're buying the right to rent that land and the property from them for a period of time right. um your leasehold could be short and you know this is a, a really really important point for when you're buying a house because generally short leasehold properties you should buy them at a huge discount to a freehold property because what that means is at the end of it you either give it back or you have to pay the person who owns the land a big fee, to then have the right to use that land for another period of time. Um, but there's, you know, there's many different structures to leaseholds. It can be short leaseholds, let's say typically less than a hundred years. So within a hundred years, you're going to have to give the property back, give the land back, or you're going to have to renew it at a price. Or there could be long leaseholds, which are effectively freeholds. Yeah. Um, it could be it's what we see. What I see in, in my job with commercial properties, but it also happens in, in residential properties, is you get 99, 999 year leaseholds. So, you know, a thousand years from now, they can take it back. But what you can do <laughs> is you can renew that. And because it's so far from now, you know, for the people in finance, you do sort of a discounted cash yeah, flow to that. That's honest. worth nothing, yeah. right? However how much they could sell the house for in 999 years. So it's effectively a freehold. Um, and you might pay a small amount of, of ground rent to them for using the ground, for using the, the land in short leasehold properties that ground rent typically higher in long leasehold properties it can be 1 pound a year so it costs nothing Yeah. but right. so you own your land though, yeah? yes yeah, so i the property i bought is freehold it's generally a bit harder to get mortgages on leaseholds than freeholds
1: Why would you ever get a short leaseholder like if it's a residential the price. yeah but 50 years and what 50 years and you got to give it back like
3: yeah so there's like, there's a lot there's sense. a lot of different um ways to do it if you're um if the price is low enough yeah and um this is sort of a known thing in priority. You know, you, there's a price for anything people will buy something at a certain price the price goes to 10 pounds someone will buy it um, but if the price is low enough and you say look I can go to the person who owns the land I could offer them a certain amount of money to extend this for a certain period of time or in fact I can buy the land off of them or well, if you put the price of the, free, the leasehold you just bought and you put the price of the land together and it costs less than a the freehold then you've probably done a good yeah, deal
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear that still
3: I hear that
0: you spoke about your job what do you do?
3: Uh, I work in real estate private equity
0: you're a bad guy, fam. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, congrats it's a nice job. Um, and for those, listen, who want to get that kind of job, what's the steps?
3: Sure. So it's um, you know, it's it's very similar to corporate private equity. You know, I started my career in investment banking and trading, doing doing um on an internship. Um, as you trading interest rate derivatives. So it's yeah. Yeah, I don't even similar to, to what we're talking about here in terms of interest rates and they move based on, on how interest rates move um, and for me that was pretty short-term in nature it's sort of trading day-to-day and I thought I want something a bit more long-term fundamentally valued and I saw that that was happening in private equity so i had done some time in M&A um, and sort of that is a bit more of a, a stepping stone a bit more of a sort of school for learning how to do that fundamental more long-term analysis deal-making and then from M&A, I moved into to private equity and then focusing specifically on, on real estate. Nice. And did you do any qualifications or anything along the way? Nothing. I did just bachelor's degree. Yeah, and What was your degree? i done maths and economics. But, you know, I work with people who studied history or you know, the head of my group did classics.
1: Yeah, we need to talk, bro. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and Kia, what about yourself? So, um uni at the moment, what final year, yeah?
2: Well, technically my final year was last year, so I've technically already done it. I okay. got into an accident this year, so I had to delay my exams. Oh, you're right,
1: yeah. Oh yeah, I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah.
2: all right, thank so, you. Um, fun, yeah, so I'm technically done uni, I just have like three more exams to do and then I'm True. done. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's that's
1: me and you're are you trying to get into the finance world like do you want to talk to us about that viral tweet as um, well like- <laughs> <laughs> yes
2: yeah, so obviously i made that tweet about three weeks ago now yeah um that went insanely viral which mm. i didn't see coming yeah that went far, so, right? <laughs> yeah, so i've made subsequent tweets since then on different topics and obviously i've started my podcast now it seems like this is this is me now so yeah. i feel like for a long time was to study french and business i wasn't too sure what i wanted to go into mm. i thought i was going to do translation and i was like you know what i actually don't like french mm. like I, I, I like the fact that i have the ability to speak the language but in terms of actually Bonjour, making this my yeah. whole career i don't think i want to do that and what
3: kind of options did you look at
2: um you can do your translation you can um specialize in linguistics like this got it yeah, it's, it's not, not really it's not much it's like french or it's french or more french you yeah, know yeah. and i was like mm, i don't think i want to use it full term like that. And then with business, I thought, because I did such a... Because it's so open-ended, I was like, I don't know what I want to go yeah, into yeah, necessarily yeah, in yeah. terms of business. So I just I completely disregarded it. I thought, I'm going to graduate and I probably won't use it. You know, I don't know. Um, but now, finance is something I've always been interested in. Mm. Like I said, I just my degree choice, I just did it on a whim because my sixth form kind of pushed me to it. Okay, great. Um, But I think I do want to delve deeper into it. I just don't know if I want to be properly like in the corporate world or build on what I'm doing here, or do both. I don't know. Mm. So I'm still. Yeah. Well, I, I, wanted
0: I, to. To, I wanted to get some quick numbers. Uh, so as a first-time buyer, obviously, Damon, so uh, uh, not applicable to you. <laughs> We're catching up. As a first-time buyer, you need a deposit that's probably five to twenty-five percent of the purchase price. I know uh, the average on the money money supermarket was twenty percent, or let's say forty-three grand. So, in a, in a nutshell, the average UK home is probably around two hundred grand. Yeah, so basically, ten percent deposit means you're gonna get your first house. Twenty three grand.
4: Mhm.
2: Not too bad.
3: Outside of
0: London, That's bad. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot to put that in Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i, I <think> you know no, no, no. On not, that no. note, <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> yeah, sorry last
1: I think we should we should call it a day there. So, no, nah, thanks a lot, guys, for coming. I really appreciate it. We've got K again. So, where can they find you? Social media. After um,
2: anything? on Twitter, my name is IKR, It's I K underscore, cool. and everything else is snap i don't really use it but if you want to <sighs> have me on snap or oh, instagram is ikea without the underscore
1: calm and then damon what are you saying bro
3: yeah just um i'm linkedin really at the moment <laughs> so- <laughs> social media detox but I'm, I'm on linkedin damon wilson calm. um you know always open to to meeting and chatting to people who are trying to trying to learn things calm calm, calm. also you're
0: um, gonna have to cut this bit out ed put this in but uh, also uh in terms of average monthly payments for first time buyer, seven hundred and sixty-one pounds. Or for a normal purchase in general, whether it's first time, second time, third time, you're looking at maybe seven hundred and fifty pounds a month. And then for a real mortgage and you're looking at six hundred and eighty one pounds a month okay. on average. Seven hundred pounds for a well. <laughs> <Cheers>. um, <laughs> half. where you can find me. Uh, find me at irayliwa on Twitter, which is i r a y l i w a Um Iray.ae on Instagram, which is I R E dot A E. Um follow the podcast at My City Podcast. In one word on everywhere, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, Castbox, and um, everywhere else. Um follow Sam at um
1: Cool and then follow me, Sam underscore Luca. Thanks a lot again guys for coming on and love in a bit.